Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Takeaways Podcast, Episode 9. This limited series is a special look into my new book, Takeaways Secret Truths from Leading a Startup. This podcast is for entrepreneurs and other business owners anywhere who need some quick direction anytime they find themselves at a difficult crossroads. It's exactly what I needed when I was facing difficult daily decisions in the early weeks and months of my startup loop. I'm your host, Brian Friedman. I'm currently the VP of Digital Innovation at Aventry. And previously, I was the CEO and founder of Looped in Silicon Valley and in San Francisco. Today, I'm going to share with you how to build a team chemistry. So, let's get started. Creating a healthy corporate culture is the ultimate chemistry experiment. It's a combination of unintended elements and intended elements, and it starts with the idealism of co-founder values. From there, it evolves and solidifies in the trenches of daily interactions. In the early days of a startup, corporate culture takes a backseat to proc development, fundraising, and generally keeping the ship afloat. While decidedly less urgent, it is just as not more important. As a company grows, corporate culture might be the single greatest influencer of future success. In Silicon Valley, companies develop street credibility based on their culture. You hear people in cafes and restaurants arguing about the best work environment. Is Google better than Airbnb? Does Apple beat out Pinterest? Beyond bragging rights, the companies with the best culture attract the most competitive talent, especially among millennials. The evolution of the looped corporate culture looked a little like this. Looped was started by three young engineers who came together by chance. It was like a bad joke, an American guy, an Indian guy, and a Chinese guy walk into Draper University and decide to start a company. But instead of a punchline, a startup was born. To have a shot at success, we needed a crash course on one another's work habits, personalities, skill competencies, and emotional intelligence. So we became roommates in the Draper University dorms and set up our operations in the Hero City co-working space in San Mateo. The education was intense, and not without some surprises. Samba struggled with programming, Alan liked working through the night, and to say that my understanding of industrial design was lacking would be more than accurate. On a personality level, we were also a study in opposites. Sambhav was laid back, Alan was anxiety prone, and I was comfortably extroverted. Despite these differences, and perhaps because of them, we had to work to overcome our weaknesses and tolerate our inevitable mistakes. There was a learning curve, but we learned. Through daily interactions and some much needed trips to the beach and the mountains, we evolved into teammates and friends who truly enjoyed being together. This bond and sense of dedication permeated the rest of the company as well. In the fall of 2014, my co-founders and I decided to punctuate our first year by writing down our core values. We assumed that a set of values would help us characterize our culture for ourselves, future employees, and our customers. Around the same time, we retained Bobby Riley of Soldier Designed for our branding operating system, and values definition came as an indirect byproduct of that endeavor. Without going into detail at Bobby Riley's branding process, it involved some deep thought about the things, the beliefs, the experiences, and relationships that matter most to you. Out of this process, we developed a list of core beliefs ranging from collective greatness and passion about relationships to bias towards adaptability and clarity through candor. Of these values, clarity through candor resonated the most deeply with me. This belief holds straightforward integrity and inspiration supreme 
and disdain spin. It requires accuracy and uniqueness, both personally and professionally. As the CEO, this exercise helped me to find the type of positive attitude and communication methods that I wanted to embody personally and enlist in perspective employees. I had a clear rubric to gauge cultural fit of potential teammates and could avoid those individuals who would become toxic to our company. In retrospect, the unintended part of our culture was the ethos and spirit of the company. From early achievements, failures, we developed a driving sense of mutual respect and unbreakable resolve. The intended part of our culture became our operating practices, dictating and reinforcing how we executed business objectives, interacted in the office, and worked with our customers. It's really important to have values to get the right type of people at a startup. But if you hire people with an underlying negative attitude, they will not follow your values. You want people who can execute in their job and produce a positive environment. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to the Takeaways Podcast which is produced every Tuesday for your enjoyment. And show notes can always be found on my blog on Medium at ownit. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed. You can also follow me on Instagram and you can sign up for more info on my new book at takeawaysbook.com. All of the links are going to be in the show notes. And until next time, keep following your dreams and own it.